Welcome to Harmonia. I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join me for the next hour as today's performers of medieval, renaissance, and baroque music bring to life the music of the distant past. Coming up, we're shining the spotlight on soprano Julianne Baird. We'll also enjoy a sampling of Canada's early traditional music scene and hear a modern approach to English Renaissance music on a featured release by Joel Fredrickson. a quick look back in time. We spun the wheel and it landed on 1156. In this year, the Western Church lost one of its most forward-thinking members. Peter the Venerable died at the age of 64 at Cluny, where he was abbot. A veritable son of Christendom, Peter was dedicated to the church at birth and given to the Cluniac Monastery at Soxiange. He helped alter Christian attitudes toward Islam, having gone to Spain to study with Islamic scholars. He also defended the controversial theologian Peter Abelard and gave him refuge at Cluny. At the personal request of Abelard's former lover and spiritual sister Heloise, after Abelard's death, Peter granted him absolution from his sins. Another prominent figure in the Western Church died in 1156, the English cleric Henry, who helped organize the early Church of Finland. Legend tells of St. Henry's murder at the hand of an enraged, axe-wielding convict. Following his martyrdom, several miracles occurred. His murderer supposedly lost his scalp after placing Henry's cap on his head. Other lighter miracles include the restoration of sight to a blind woman, the safe passage of sailors during a storm, and the revival of two dead children. All of these miracles took place in Finland, so Henry remains one of the early Church of Finland's most revered saints, though he was never officially canonized. In other parts of the world, 1156 was the year of Willem I of Sicily's naval victory over a Byzantine fleet at the Battle of Brindisi and of a civil war in Japan where the palace of Shirakawaden was stormed by an army of samurai. Near the Benedictine Abbey of Saint-Gilles in France, a boy named Ramon was born in 1156. Thirty-eight years later, the boy, grandson of Louis VI, would succeed his father as Count of Toulouse. Raymond VI was an effective ruler and statesman, but he ran into trouble with papal authorities and was excommunicated twice. In spite of a life fraught with political upheaval and military campaigning, Ramon is today honored in a painting on the ceiling of the Minnesota Supreme Court, alongside Confucius, Moses, and Socrates, each representing an aspect of law. Ramon is honored for ensuring civil liberties, tax exemptions, and the protection of communal territory from the church. This has been a glimpse back in time to the year 1156. I'm Angela Mariani. You can find more about the people, events, and music from this era online in our blog section at harmoniaearlymusic.org.
There's always been some overlap between early music and folk music, and some early music performers turned to folk traditions for inspiration. Let's start this hour by heading north to Canada to hear from a couple of musicians whose work crosses over to traditional sources. Oh, I 
soprano Susie Leblanc performed the Acadian song Le Jour du Mirage. Leblanc spent her childhood in Acadia, a region of northeastern Canada where Quebecois, English, Irish, and Scottish heritages merge. Returning to her roots after decades of success with Baroque and classical repertories, Leblanc performs arrangements of traditional melodies on two albums, Tupas and La Mer Jolie. She's accompanied by an ensemble whose members play viola de gamba, lute, flute, and fiddle.
Early music meets traditional tunes from Canada. Susie Leblanc sang an Acadian song called Le Marie Jaloux, followed by flutist Chris Norman performing Cape Wrath, a traditional tune from Cape Breton, from the recording The Beauty of the North. On this recording, Norman and Cape Breton fiddler Dan R. MacDonald present adaptations of traditional Scottish and Irish tunes along with new compositions. You can become a fan of Harmonia Early Music on Facebook or follow our updates all week long on Twitter. Just search for Harmonia. The renowned soprano Julianne Baird has been delighting concert audiences all over the world for many years. She's performed with ensembles ranging from the Cleveland and Philadelphia orchestras to the Waverly Consort and has made more than 100 recordings of medieval Renaissance, Baroque, and classical music. Let's listen to Julianne Baird sing an aria from George Frederick Handel's opera Semele with the Brewer Chamber Orchestra. Semele has an amorous plot loosely drawn from Greek mythology. It's therefore not surprising that in 1744 it offended listeners at Covent Garden's annual Lenten concert series who were expecting an uplifting Bible-based oratorio. Originally set completely in English, it also irritated fans of Italian opera, and so the work initially received only four performances.
We heard Julianne Baird performing Myself I Shall Adore, an aria from George Frederick Handel's opera Semele. Next, we'll hear Baird sing one of the most famous songs of the early 17th century repertoire. It comes from Giulio Caccini's Le Nuove Musiche, a collection of Caccini's songs that includes a preface full of information about how the pieces were to be performed, a gold mine for practitioners of historical performance. Music sung by soprano Julianne Baird. We heard Amarilli Mia Bella from Giulio Caccini's Le Nuove Musiche.
You're listening to Harmonia, a program of early music that comes to you from the studios of WFIU at Indiana University. Partial support for Harmonia comes from Penco Incorporated of Bedford, Indiana. Partial support also comes from Early Music America, publisher of Early Music America magazine, on the web at earlymusic.org. I'm Angela Mariani. Julianne Baird leads a very busy life that combines performance and pedagogy. She holds a B.A. in Music History and M.A. in Musicology from the Eastman School of Music, a Diploma in Performance Practice from the Mozarteum in Salzburg, and a Ph.D. in Musicology from Stanford. As Distinguished Professor of Music at Rutgers University, Baird teaches music history and literature and coaches vocal ensembles. She's presented lectures, workshops, and master classes all over North America, and all this in addition to her very active performing career. Let's hear a performance by Ms. Baird of Barbara Strozzi's Lament Lagrime Mie. Strozzi was a musical pioneer in her own time, publishing vast amounts of music in single composer volumes and holding her own in male-dominated intellectual circles.
On Harmonia, we're spotlighting the voice of Julianne Baird. We heard Lagrime Mie, a lament by Barbara Strozzi. You can find hundreds of archived episodes, playlists, and podcasts at harmoniaearlymusic.org. Our featured release is an unusual weaving together of 16th century lute song with music of a 20th century singer-songwriter.
Joel Fredrickson and Ensemble Phoenix Munich performed Thomas Campion's Never Weather-Beaten Sail from the recording Requiem for a Pink Moon. On this recording, Fredrickson pays tribute to England's enduring tradition of musical excellence. Music of John Dowlin and Thomas Campion is combined with songs of Nick Drake, a British singer-songwriter who died in 1974 at the age of 26. The music of Dowlin and Campion was nearly forgotten between the 17th century and the 20th. Similarly, Nick Drake's final album, Pink Moon, received very little attention for years after his death. In each case, it might be claimed that the music's survival was ensured by cult followings that slowly introduced the music to a broader public. These songs are linked by similarities of musical style. The sparse melodies of Drake, Dowland, and Campion conjure up strong melancholic moods and give weight to the all-important text. Fredrickson's performances emphasize their timelessness and poignancy.
time it rolls on, and time it rolls on, and time it rolls on. Oh, mm-hmm. 
From the album Requiem for a Pink Moon, Joel Fredrickson and Ensemble Phoenix Munich perform music of John Dowland and English singer-songwriter Nick Drake. Interested in other early music CDs? Each week we review recordings new and old on the Harmonia Early Music Podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes or at harmoniaearlymusic.org. Harmonia is a production of WFIU and part of the educational mission of Indiana University. Additional resources come from the William and Gail Cook Music Library at the Indiana University Jacobs School of Music. We welcome your thoughts about any aspect of this program. You can leave a comment or question anytime by visiting harmoniaearlymusic.org and clicking on Contact. The writer for this edition of Harmonia is Laura Osterlin. Thanks to our studio engineer, Mike Pashkash, and our staff, David Wood, John Bailey, Anna Coogan, Janelle Davis, and Wendy Gillespie. Additional technical support comes from KTTZ at Texas Tech University in Lubbock, Texas. Our producer is Luann Johnson, and I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Harmonia. <laughs>